When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey listeners, it's Phil Mackey. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Mackey and Jeb with Rami. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you're tight on time today and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. That's what it sounds like when Brian Kenny just craps on your idea. Right there. That right there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. Brian Kenny from MLB Network. Some of us think outside the box, you know? I want you to uh, take some heat when you think outside the box. Okay, why don't you re-ask your question here? Okay. And then we have to we have to send Rami to hot take court after. So there was a report, I believe it was John Heyman, who said that there could be a couple of hurdles to clear in getting Madison Bumgarner to Minnesota. One is location. Not a lot you can do about that unless you're willing to relocate the whole team. And I don't think that helps any of us, so we'll just bypass that. And the other hurdle to clear is league, meaning Madison Bumgarner is a guy who likes to hit. He's one of the better hitters among pitchers. I know that's still not good compared to professional hitters, but he's one of the better hitting pitchers in Major League Baseball. And I was walking my dog this morning and trying to come up with a solution, and some of my best ideas come to me when I'm walking my dog in the morning. And I was like, man, how do you clear this hurdle that this guy wants to play in the National League and hit? And I was overthinking it. It's very simple. You let him hit. You just let Madison Bumgarner hit when he starts for the Minnesota Twins every fifth day. Very. That's it. Boom. Done. We just over. Yeah, we, very just simple. Cleared, yeah. we just cleared that hurdle. Hurdle yeah. cleared. Yeah. Uh, so I'm guessing you asked Brian Kenny because it was a yes or no question. You must have asked him. I said, is, is that this, a ridiculous I said, idea? Is this stupid? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Brian. All right. Not if you're the twins, man. You can make a case if you're some team that trots out like their backup second baseman as the DH. You know, that trot out. But the twins are not doing that. Give them some credit. In fact, they're the opposite of that. They're, they're rolling out lumber at DH every time out. So if that's the case, wish Madison Bumgarner the best in his new endeavors. All right. You're going to court. You're going to court. Hot Take Cops is recorded on location with the men and women of Sports Talk. All suspects are innocent until proven guilty in Hot Take Court. I think I have representation in Judd Zolgat. I yeah, think he was, I was on board with this idea. I was on Score North Live in hour one before Wait, Brian what? came on. Thank you. You're both involved in this together? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's yes. ridiculous. What do you mean? If this is the hurdle, if this is the hurdle to the deal, 
Wait a second. Wait a second. Just hold on. Judge Mackey here. <laughs> I need a gavel. No, no. <laughs> I need a gavel. No, you're well, not. Listen to what I'm really proposing. You're not a All judge. Right. You're the cop. Okay. And sometimes cops are wrong. I'm not, I'm not great at role play. Every fifth day, every fifth day, Madison Bumgarner is going to get probably two at bats. Two at bats. That's all you're taking away from Nelson Cruz. Two at bats every fifth day. And if it's more than that, that means you're scoring a ton of runs. If the pitcher's spot is coming up more than twice I mean, first of all, in if, the five or six if, innings that Madison Bumgarner is on the mound. If I'm dropping $100 million yeah. on a starting pitcher, yeah. I want, in theory, for his theoretical spot in the batting order to come around more than twice when he when he pitches, okay? He's, you don't pitch pitchers well, more than five or six innings the in 2019-2020. The one flaw the one flaw to our, our theory here, our philosophy about Mad Bum, though, uh, being in the lineup is once he's in, you can't instate the DH. So when he comes out, the pitcher has to hit still. Oh, pitcher has to hit the whole game. Yeah, you I can't, didn't know about you can't this put, rule. You can't put Cruz in, then you... you the second that you turn in the lineup without the DH, you forfeit the DH but for the game. you know what you can do, Judd. What? Tell me. Double switch. Oh, oh yeah! Oh, this guy's oh, better. Wait, this Rocco, guy's I'm better. Out. I quit the show. Rocco has to manage a game? Yes! So yes! You're, oh! Right! So pitcher spot comes up. Right there. Boom! Pitcher spot comes up. You pull a double switch. You move the pitcher spot all, to a different spot. This is all it took for you to quit. This Boom! Is, this is lunacy. This is all it took for you to quit. This, this is point. the final straw. It was I, that easy. It yeah. Is, it is now Judd and Rami. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be associated <laughs> Judd with, with this Rami level of drivel. Oh boy! So, <laughs> so that's a great all, word, by the way. So I, like I gotta be honest. Like, so when when I heard when I caught wind of this take here, uh-huh. uh, this Rami Makhlouf mm-hmm. uh, hot take police episode take, I thought, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he definitely. I haven't watched. I mean, I definitely remember a few seasons where like Mad Bum was hitting bombs, and it's it's definitely a thing that Mad Bum can hit. Right, sure. that's like that's definitely been part of his career going yeah. back ten plus years. Right, I was shocked at how bad of a hitter he was relative to the league when I went and looked this up. Now, again, like relative to other pitchers, this might be okay. He's a one seventy seven career hitter with a two twenty eight career on base percentage. He's terrible. He's a pitcher. I don't expect him to be a good hitter. That's not what I'm Period. looking for. But, but you are. You're okay. looking for him to bat like 90 times. Hold on a second, season. though. Wait, wait, wait. We're forgetting the I'm most. Out on Mad Bum if that's we're the forgetting game. the most important part of the play. You tell him in December. Of course, you can hit for us. Then you give him this multi-million dollar contract, which of course in 2019 includes probably a full no trade, no move, right? No trade clause. And then come April, you're like, you know what, Madison, we've thought about it. And it was a really cute idea. Sorry. Yeah, how's that going to go over you're, though? What's he going to say, trade me? You're going to say, sorry, dude, you got a full no trade? Can't move you. But here's the thing. Like, the, I think that I, I think I, I think see the problem. I think that part of it can be. <laughs> I don't see the problem. Okay, let's go back to this for a second. Then. So are you willing, with a team that's, that's still going to win games primarily because of its offense, if it's mm-hmm. the highest scoring team in Twins history. All the more reason you can do this. You have the firepower. <laughs> you have the firepower to do it. Dude, you're literally putting an automatic out in the lineup. No, you're putting 70 plate You're putting an out seven, uh, 83 times out of every 100 at bats. So when the Yankees come knocking and they who was their DH last year? Edwin Encarnacion. Mhm. And you're going to run into a. So what, are you going to are you going to keep this going in the playoffs? I mean, you're going to get to the playoffs with Madison Bumgarner, and you're going to be like, "Hey, we promised him." You might tell Sorry, him. You might tell him. Hit. You might tell him not in the postseason. <laughs> okay. You might say not in the postseason. <laughs> I think you pull it back as soon as you can. But if it gets him here, I don't care. 
I, listen, if I'm if I'm the officer here, it's not just a warning for both you guys. You guys, you guys are both in the back of my hot take squad car right now. I don't understand the problem. Hold on, and headed I don't understand to get the problem. Hold on, I was in the back seat drunk, officer. This is not my fault. <laughs> this is Rami's problem. <laughs> I'm gonna ride me under the bus that fast. I'll call my wife. Wow. She can pick me up. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Hot Take Damn. Cops is recorded on location with the I men and women Don't of sports trouble talk. With judge. All suspects are innocent until proven guilty in Hot Take Court. But the other part to this Mad Bum thing, and there's so much to get to on the hot stove, and we're going to go through it here in just a second, but because the twins are also apparently in trade talks with teams about one of their star players, which is an interesting development. Not a shocking one, but... The other part of this equation that I just continue to be baffled by, like the location thing, the location thing. Uh, do do people say that about Chicago? Like, oh, the weather is like I don't I don't ever hear I don't ever hear hangups about New York's weather. Is it is it that the city's not big enough? Like, why why would I don't buy it? I I think it's a it, it's an easy agent uh, Scott Boris type of thing to always sort of float that to national reporters to try and drive salary, right? Because, as I said uh, on Score North Live today, all right, San Francisco I totally get. San Francisco's a great city. It's a fun city. I'm sure it's a great place to play. But do you really want to tell me that a Southern guy like Mad Bum, who is an outdoorsman, is more tempted by Los Angeles, California, which, which as I said before, is just a cesspool, or here, it's not even close. He can fish here. He can hunt here. By the way, his living time in the Twin Cities would be essentially April 1st through, what, October? If that, if yes. you're fortunate. Okay, so think about that for one second. If you're mad bum, do you really think to yourself, you know where I'd love to be? L.A. L.A. is where I want to be. The only places in California that I think I would desire to be probably would be San Francisco and maybe maybe like a San Diego. I think the location thing is an easy crutch for agents who are trying to drive prices. I don't buy it for one second. It could be. It's just it and and like you just said, the time that you're in Minnesota, all right? So basically, you're in Florida from mid-February until the beginning of April. Okay, the first few weeks in April, it could be 70, it could be 40. It's a wide range. I'll, I'll give you that. Dude, it's been winter seven of the 11 months that I've lived here. And I'm not even exaggerating. It's been a rough one. It's been, it's been winter seven of the 11 months that I've lived here. It's been rough. It has. It's been rough. But the, those other months the, were great. The four months that it's not are basically. Oh, those are, but those are like the four months that Mad Bum would be Beautiful. living here. Yes. May, June, July, August, <laughs> September. And okay, October, it gets a little dicey sometimes, but that's good. Now you're playing baseball in October. So I don't really understand. There's a bunch of stories, though. I'm on MLBTraderMers.com right now, and today has been... This is the most glorious period of hot stovery in years. I mean, I don't know what Rob Manfred said to that group of owners, because they had a conversation, I think it was like two, maybe just after the World Series, so like a month ago, and he was pushing aggressively for, let's, come on, like, the NBA has a week of action, the NFL has a week of action, Let's not let these big-name dudes sit out on the free agent market until, well, in some cases, June, for God's sake. It's a bad look. And I kind of thought, oh, the owners are going to be like, oh, well, we're not going to, sorry, we're not going to pay $300 million for free agents. And they are. And guys are flying off the board. And here's the latest on the Twins, according to uh, MLB Trade Rumors. To this point, the Twins have already been rumored to be pursuing a reunion with Sergio Romo, so we know that. Uh, they're also in a crowded group 
with interest in bounce back targets. Is it pronounced Blake Trinan? The guy yep, who was lights Trinan. out for the A's. He was an all star a couple uh, years ago. Yep, bad year last year. But here's a few more names bullpen names for the Twins. The Twins have also looked into free agents Daniel Hudson, Steve Ciszek, and Will Harris, according to our guy Doogie. And Dellen Batansis. I just saw that before we started. Stud Yankees reliever. Did you say? Most often. Did you say stud? More often. Oh, stud. Sorry. <laughs> He's a stud. Um, how would you guys feel if they didn't land a stud starting pitcher? <laughs> Dud. But they landed a stud reliever, like Adelin Batansis, who, by the way, uh, has a career 2.36 no. ERA. No, he was no, hurt from no, last year. no, I want a starter. Okay. No, Stop. I want a starter. I don't want a. I don't want it to be a reliever. I don't. Your, your bullpen is actually probably pretty fine. Uh, I don't want to try and get by with a couple of cheaper bats because I could. No, I want a starter. Let me make this very clear. I have high hopes for the Twins in 2020. That starts with having a guy in the rotation above Barrios. I want a starter. Opening day too. Yes, I Opening want a starter. Day. You want to start? You... I don't want to fool around with all these other. Well, we got this guy in the bit. No, I want I'm a with starter. Judd. I'm with Judd. They need to add one more starter who you can either slot ahead of or right behind Jose Barrios. They need to stir up that caliber by any means necessary. Honestly, if they landed Dallas Keuchel and Dylan Batansis, if it was Madison Bumgarner and uh, no reliever, or Dallas Keuchel, and and if we assume that so Batansis is coming back from like a torn Achilles or something. Yeah, he was out for most of last year. Got to figure out if he's going to be fully healthy. But if you think he's going to be fully healthy. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I might lean toward Dallas Keuchel and a lights out stud. Stud. Well, the hey, Keuchel, the Keuchel one's intriguing because Wetmore talked about that extensively on Score North Live today. And Wetmore's whole thing is Keuchel's not a great fit for this team because this team doesn't feel very well, which I think is a sort of a lame cop out because I, I expect their I expect their fielding to be improved. I would hope in 2020. I also think that we're. In, in an era where the ability to know and to be good at shifting should get you around that. So the Keuchel's not a good fit here thing, I don't buy, because you can't, I don't think that you can go into next year saying, we're good at a lot of stuff, but you know what we really can't do again? Field. That sort of bothers me. And also, if you're a ground ball pitcher, like you, the the data shows that ground balls are a very good thing. Even with bad infields, a ground ball is a good thing. It does a it's probably an out, and even if it doesn't, it's not going to score any runs. A ground ball might squeak through an infield for a single. That's that's about all you could yeah. do on a ground ball. That doesn't that doesn't bother me at all. I think I would be more worried in today's age with all the shifting that the Twins are doing. You can you can shift to cover up for not all defensive efficient uh, deficiencies because we've seen Miguel Sano even like with shifts hey man you're going to stand over here and he still can't bend over fast enough to pick up a ground ball but i'd be more worried about flyball pitchers with a plotting outfield and the twins don't have that the twins have a good outfield defense unless unless reckless speculation they trade one of their starting outfielders and this comes across from mlb.com's mark feinsand the Twins are discussing Eddie Rosario with several clubs around Major League Baseball right now, and the Marlins are the only team that has surfaced as an actual team on the list here. Otherwise, we don't know which teams, but apparently the Twins have begun holding conversations with teams about Eddie Rosario. I don't know what you're going to get, though. I don't. I think Eddie Rosario, I think he means a lot to us here in the Twin Cities and to Twins fans because he's sort of the heartbeat of the Bomba movement from, from 2019. But if you're objectively looking at him as a player, he doesn't get on base very often. He's kind of a loose cannon, super streaky guy. 
He's not really a center fielder, so he's he's a, he's a corner outfield guy who doesn't really get on base and hits for some power and drives in some runs. But like his production is very streaky. There are a lot of guys like that. There isn't a Correct. high demand for Eddie Rosario. He means way more to the, to the Twins the right, yes. and the fan base than he would to like the Marlins or some other random team. So what's the trade then? Because if, if you're going to get a a pitcher that you can trust and, and you can put into the one or two slot. And Rosario's going to be traded. It's got to be Rosario is is an integral and key piece to that trade. But then what's the rest of the trade from the Twins' perspective? Because you're not going to trade Rosario for that pitcher and be done. There's no way. that teams. No. Actually, you're not getting that pitcher we're talking about trading Eddie Rosario. Actually, you know what? You might have made, you might have been able to pull that trade off in 2002. Right? There's a lot of things you could pull off no, in 2002. I know. But teams aren't. But the point being is. Teams aren't going to say, oh, Rosario, oh boy, here's pitcher A. They're going to say, okay, we like Rosario, we'll take him, and now we need this prospect or this chip. It's got to be, I would guess, a, a package from the Twins that involves Rosario and a piece or two besides him. Yeah, the other thing, too, if you trade Rosario, it's not like you have, I know you've got a stocked farm system of young outfielders right now. You've got... Alex Kirilov and Trevor Larnick and uh, Brent Rookers. You've got guys, but and even Royce Lewis was playing center field in the Arizona Fall League. But none of those guys are ready unless unless someone absolutely crushes in spring training unexpectedly as a as a major league invite and the light bulb goes on right away. None of those guys are really ready to just step in and be your starting left fielder or right fielder at the start of the 2020 season. So uh, I just I, I'm all for trading pieces if it's going to get you pitching help back in return and if it's going to make your team better. I'm like I would not shy away from trading Eddie Rosario and I would definitely not shy away from trading a guy that I don't think you're going to sign long term. That's another piece to this puzzle. Eddie Rosario is not signed to a contract. Byron Buxton's not signed to a. Con- they're just under team control for a couple more years. It's not like Polanco and Kepler where those guys are locked up for seven years now. And so if you're not going to sign Eddie Rosario long term, this would be the best time to trade him. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to take too much away from the team that won 100 games last year. You don't want to just trade Rosario for some prospects and then cross your fingers going into 2020. Whatever his value is because of what he is and who he is. Like I said, there are a lot of Eddie Rosarios available via trade or free agency. I don't think his value is that high relative to the market. Is it as high as it's going to be, though, for the Twins in terms of sending him away in a trade? Because that... It, Probably. I would think it probably is. Yeah. So you're right. This is the time. With the control, the answer is yes. This is the time to sell on Eddie Rosario. I just got hit by a thought. Play play it again, please. Reckless speculation. Oh I just got hit by a thought. Reckless speculation. Okay. This honestly just came to me. The Twins put a premium on guys playing multiple spots, right? And their ability to, and we might disagree with this, but to move guys. What if they're planning to trade Rosario and, I don't know, a prospect for pitching, move young second baseman Luis Arise. to left field where he played more and more last year and move Polanco to second base and introduce, or or have Gordon start next year at second base, but have the plan be Lewis is going to be your shortstop here. The Arise piece to left field, I, I I know it sounds crazy at first, but I could actually see it, judging by how much they started to use him there last year. I would actually rather just move Luis Arise. Sorry, got me clearing my throat. <laughs> I'm off guard there. <clears throat> Sorry. Sorry. I'll give you more heads up next time I say Luis 
Arise. Now you call me drinking coffee. Come on, man. You're setting me up. Making me look bad. I'd almost rather just move Luis Arise. to third base. There we go. To third, because I, okay. I, he was uncomfortable in the outfield. I agree and completely. Moving outfield to infield, infield to outfield. I'm not saying I like of... my idea. I'm saying it just hit me like a bolt of lightning. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying this is a good idea. Or that it's, you know, it's, it's not even a competent idea. Um, I, I, they do value guys who can move around. Yeah. And but I but I think there's a line to be drawn at some point. Like there's diminishing returns when you put Marwin Gonzalez at certain positions over others. Right. When you put Luis. Arise in left field. It's cool that he can do that. There's not a lot of guys that can just do that, right? You're not going to put Jason Castro in le- in center field or something, right? So the fact that he can even do that in a major league game is valuable. But in terms of long term, that would just be a stopgap for me. If, if you thought that would bridge the gap to June, and all of a sudden now, okay, I'm, Trevor Larnick is ready. That's, what I'm, that's ready. what I'm saying. It, it wouldn't be long term. It, it would be a way to get to get guys out there though consistently, probably in April yeah. and May. So uh, here's a uh, uh, Chad tweets in a question here, loyal listener Chad, and I I haven't. I wonder if I can find this real quick here. MLBTraderMers.com. Um, apparently Nolan Arenado has been made available by the Colorado Rockies. Yes, Did you guys see that story? I did see that story. Here it is. This is from um, John Heyman, MLB Network. The Rockies are willing to listen to trade proposals regarding third baseman Nolan Arenado. In their public statements, at least. The Rockies' top decision-makers have been steadfast in saying they intend to press for contention in 2020. That's complicated by a tight budgetary picture, and we can't ignore uh, what the team has said to fans at this point. But it's also important to note, Nolan Arenado has a full no-trade clause under the massive extension he just signed a year ago. He just signed an extension in February. Uh, But he's 28 years old. You could argue he's one of the three best players in baseball. He's a power hitter. He's one of the best defensive third basemen we've seen ever, all time. He's Brooks Robinson, Scott Rowland level good defensively. Um, this is the type of guy, and Francisco Lindor in your division, those are the types of guys I would consider trading Royce Lewis for. Or name your top prospects. I would too. And I think the Twins should pick up the phone and see what the asking price is. If a guy like this is available, he's in his prime, and you're ready to drop a bunch of money on a free agent pitcher anyways, so you're willing to spend some money, this is the type of money I would rather absorb than, like, you know, overpaying on a five- or a six-year contract for a guy who's going to be out of his prime in two or three years. No, you definitely send that text and see what it would take, and if he's willing to trade, his, willing to waive his no-trade clause. I don't see any reason why you wouldn't. A player like that hits the market, every team in baseball should be sending that text and seeing what it would take to get him in their in, a, in their uniform. Yeah, I mean, like, so this is the question that Chad tweeted at us. So Nolan Arenado has been made available, at least, hey, we're going to listen on this, right? John Gray is the starting pitcher that we brought up a few months ago on this show. Former number 3 overall pick. He's been a good pitcher for the Rockies, but he hasn't had the breakout yet. He sort of has Garrett Cole written all over him. Just a former top draft pick that's in the wrong organization. Go to a smart place, and you break out, and the strikeouts come. If you wanted, so apparently those guys are both available, right? And John Gray has, I want to say, uh, two years left of team control. Nolan Arenado has like six years because he just signed a contract. It would for sure cost you Royce Lewis, a top pitching prospect, probably Alex Kirloff. Let's say it was Royce Lewis, Alex Kirloff, and your top pitching prospect. And like Eddie Rosario, just to like float some money back their way. Mm -hmm. Are you guys willing, with this core right now, 
to give up the three best prospects that ideally would be around for the next 10 years in a Twins uniform if they panned out. For Nolan Arenado and John Gray. Your top three prospects? Royce Lewis, Alex Kirloff, and oh like, let's say Jordan Belazovich or I gotta look at whoever, you're, whoever the top pitching prospect is with the Twins. I, I got to see what, what Gray has left officially to, before. I, I believe it's two years of, of team control. Oh, boy. I'm seriously considering it just because you're getting Arenado for the long term. And he if makes $35 million, by the if way. If you waive that no-trade clause, you got him for the long term. That's the only reason I would consider it. But... Speculation. I, don't, I don't know I could do that much. I, I'd struggle with that one. I'm in, by the way. I think I, I, I do it. I You're think, in. I th- I'm in. I think I prefer. You've been known to be a prospect hoarder. I know. You're I in. Know. Huh? Dude, I'm in. I wow. just gave up. So yeah. I, I basically just. So I gave up my top two prospects and a top pitching and my top pitching prospect. Yes. John Gray, by the way, has, uh, has two years of two years of yeah. team control. He's 27 years old. Both dudes are in their prime. I mean, he's, uh, um, boy. At some point, hmm. at some point, well, at some you po- got to hit the gas, man. Oh yeah, you I'm with gas. you. But to me, I'd rather, I'd rather pay, and go the free agency route, than give up that many that much. But yeah, I mean it's close because Arenado's a great player. I like him a lot. I mean, John Gray blows out his arm tomorrow. You still have a top of the line third baseman, and that's the thing. Like any of these pitching prospects could blow their arm out tomorrow too. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, Look how good Kyle Gibson was in the minor leagues. I'm more and con- look what he turned out to be. I'm more concerned about um, giving up my top two prospects from a position perspective than I, I am the pitching prospect. Yeah. The pitching prospect, I don't. But like no, Nolan Arenado is a Hall of Fame player, and yeah. the Rockies are the Rocky. I don't know why, but like the Rockies have said, according to John Heyman, yeah, we're, we'll we'll. We'll listen on this guy. You're you're gonna listen on a on a 27 year old dude who's headed for the Hall of Fame. How about okay? I have a similar package for you. I love this. is great. Reckless speculation. That's great. Chris Bryant and Jose Quintana. Wow. And same return that Phil said. Yeah. Wow. How old is Jose Quintana? I want to say he's about twenty seven or twenty eight. Hold on, Arenado's better than Bryant. Hold and and Bri- debatable. Well, Bryant Bryant's control is what though because he's got the grievance going. Quintana's thirty, by the way. What's, right. What's well, Bryant's control as it stands, two more years. If he wins his grievance, one more year. Oh boy, I don't know. I would. I, would I do the Rock. Up, I do the Rockies deal before I did that one. I would trade for those guys, but I wouldn't give up as much as I would give up for John Gray and okay. Nolan Arenado. All right. So is Bryant going to be moved almost certainly, or is this just a uh, it's sounding it's sounding more and more likely every day from everything I'm reading and hearing. Because he's going to get paid sooner. Yeah, because they they don't they don't think when time comes that he's going to hit free agency and Boris won't talk extension because he's Scott Boris pre him, him hitting free agency. Okay. They don't think they're going to be interested in giving him the type of deal that he's going to be looking for. And they already won a World Series with him too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you don't feel as guilty giving a guy up. I think Just I'm saying. taking the Rockies deal. Boy. If I have to do one of those two, I think I'd, I'm more intrigued by Gray and Arenado than I am by Bryant and Quintana. Good session there, boys. Good. Reckless speculation. Good session. Especially my idea about Bumgarner. Is Rosario the, the Twins left fielder on opening day this year? This season? Coming season? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I think you guys are right. I think he gets moat. Do the Twins wind up with Madison Bumgarner this winter? I say no. I'm saying no. I also say no. I'm disappointed in them. I'm hurt, but I say no. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Boy, that was that was great right there. I'm exhausted. Holy cow! I need a cigarette. That was wow. It's not. <laughs> it's not that I don't like you. It's I'm disappointed in you. Sports Dad will give that talk to the Twins. <laughs> Six five one six four six eight two five five. If you want to have a chat with Sports Dad Judd Zulgad, or if you have any uh, any trade scenarios you want to run by the group here, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're open for business. Open for business, baby. The winter meetings. We are should be in San Diego. Do you know the business that we could could get done right now well, in there, San Diego? I mean, it's all at that it's hotel. all, but it's all actually happening. Like this is nothing happened really at the winter meetings last year. Now we have record. We're going to talk about the Garrett Cole contract later in the show. I feel like Tumbleweed literally blew through the the winter meetings last year. Yes. Where were they last year? They, they were, were in uh, Scottsdale, I believe. Oh boy, man. Just uh it was just Brian Kenny and Jeff Passan in an empty lobby with Tumbleweeds last year. Ripping and now on we've me. got now we've got guys signing for half a billion dollars. I love almost. that Brian Kenny is probably in a lobby somewhere at the winter meetings going, "You want to hear what this idiot in Minnesota yeah. asked me today?" <laughs> No wonder is. nobody wants to go there. <laughs> and we've been watching all the coverage. We got MLB Network on the TCL 55 inch Roku TV right now, where uh, they've got San Diego in the background. You got, I don't know, you got guys shooting baskets on a weird hoop. I don't know what they're doing. They're very squirrely because there's all kinds of action down there. So TCL is America's fastest growing TV brand and is the official studio sponsor here at Score North. TCL is also giving you a great chance to see our friends, the Timberwolves. Struggling lately, but still a fun watch. You can head to scorenorth.com, that's S-K-O-R north.com, and enter keyword TCL in the keyword box, and you can win four tickets to see the Timberwolves from a TCL theater box at Target Center as they take on the Cleveland Cavs on December 28th. The most coveted new offering in the world of premium scene, that would be the TCL Theater Boxes with dramatic views, a VIP experience unlike any other, five-star cuisine, a lounge area, oversized chairs. It's a great spot to watch a game. Scorenorth.com, keyword TCL. Mackie and Jub with Rami back with 25 straight minutes on the other side here.